you know, climate change, man. Like, yeah. there's your fucking single issue. Like, this 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 matters a hundred million times more than Brexit, um, or really any any of the traditional uh, uh, axes of political contestation. Are you saying that? White walkers are coming. Winter is coming, and everyone is squabbling with summer, themselves. Summer is coming. That's right. That's and it's right. not going to be. I haven't not watched that show, but I understand the White Walkers turned out to be an absolute wet fart in the wind. <laughs> she she just no spoilers, they, no spoilers. Just kidding. Well, anyone that would watch it has already seen it. Yeah, yeah, because that was several episodes ago, right? But the, but correct me if I'm wrong. She just jumped over it's and stabbed over. them with dragon glass, and that was it. That was it. Not going to solve climate change like that. No. It's, it's going to be a... You can't stab your way out of this one. <laughs> no. You know, the climate goblin. That seems like a classic American response. Can we, can we stab the problem? Can we just, can we just kill it? Is there some... Brute cent- force? Central node of leadership that would just magically... Yeah. It's, the, it's like the fucking... But that's uh, what they, people are doing, though. They're just, they're, are, are there some others we can otherize and blame for all our problems? That's I mean, yeah. come on. That's what the wall and what Brexit is. And you think it's going to get better with climate change? There's going to be more othering, more populations that we can punish for, oh, yeah. for, for nature and neoliberalism um, bringing us to existential crisis. Yeah, you can see as a... As, you know, m- multiple writers, I can't remember at this point who, but a lot of people have been pointing out that the right is starting to accept climate change, even in the United States. And they're going to turn on a dime from, it's not happening, it's not happening, it's not happening, Chinese hoax to Uh-oh. exterminate the brutes. <laughs> yes, yes. Yep. To that we're going to solve climate change. The friend-enemy distinction very sharply drawn all of a sudden. Yeah. And friends are going to be smaller and smaller and enemies greater and greater. And that will, you know, coincidentally help the military-industrial complex and our imperialist tendencies. Yeah, it would. Um, but it's it's also like like... You see where the psychology is coming from and yeah. you see, you know, it's like it's people are going to react in that way as if you can just protect your own little, yeah. your own little fucking, you know, magic kingdom of, of social democracy and prosperity just by building a big ass wall around it and by just torpedoing the refugee boats who are trying to come in to do your laundry for you or whatever. Right. But that is just like fundamentally inadequate. You know, Europe is... <laughs> Europe is less vulnerable to climate change than than uh, than you know uh, India, but they're not invulnerable. You know, if the Gulf Stream shuts down, they're fucked. You know, uh, their their climate could change radically. The whole agriculture well, and could be ta- messed up. Topic talk, talking about Europe and refugee crises. Okay, do you think there's yeah. going to be a few crises of people that can no longer live because their islands are underwater now, or, or you know, just so many displaced peoples because of climate change? That's that's going to create a problem for your EU that has open borders, right? Yes, right. Well, right, open borders within the EU, quote unquote. Yeah, Trump Trump's wall around the outside. Yeah, um, right. But yeah, but I mean, I guess you know, fundamentally. Uh, you know, there are these 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 countries that that could probably survive just about anything, the far northerly ones. Um, but even them are going to be totally screwed up by by climate change, and you know, potentially, 
irreversibly so i mean the whole economy is globalized and that's right. if china just like vanishes into you know desert and and uh you know internecine warfare it's gonna fuck up germany you know who's buying all these german exports uh it's not like fucking greece that's for what that's for sure and and so that that mean and and China is by far the largest source of emissions now, to more than twice as much as the United States. And India is coming up fast. And so, and it's a, so it's an inherently international yep. problem. And it has to be diplomacy. And it has to be, in, in any realistic right. way, America and Europe giving a shit ton of money and, you know, like a Marshall Plan type of thing. Yep. You could even structure it in a way to sort of try to benefit yourself to some degree. Sure. But it would, you know, just like trying to build out above all, I think, you know, number one most important thing is to prevent India from industrializing like China has done. Because if they do that, we're fucked. And the second most important thing is get China to get its emissions down. And that, you know, build build a wall, exterminate the brutes. That's not well, gonna solve so, you so either. That those. that is one response. That's the the reactionary response. Yeah. And then the complementary one is the neoliberal response, like at all costs protect business and free yeah. and free markets and free trade. And we better not like as long as we can, you know, Macron and, and his cronies. Macronies, we can call them his <laughs> Macronies. Uh, Emmanuel and his Macronies want to protect their their interests and their ideal I mean they really I think believe that that you know their way of, of technocracy and, and global capitalism is good so that they've drunk the Kool-Aid probably but um, as long as you subordinate right existential crises to that form of ideology um, that isn't the answer either and that's going to lead to not doing these things that require international diplomacy and uh, would infringe on these markets in tremendous ways right yeah. Yeah, they absolutely would. And um oligarchs you gotta, have to go, man. You gotta delete like twenty trillion dollars worth of, you know, fossil fuel yeah. uh, that's uh right. reserves. And that's you know, that makes uh baby market Jesus cry. <laughs> no, that's true. I mean that's twenty two trillion dollars, right? That is obviously just captured by a few companies. Yeah. That would have to be expropriated basically or just wouldn't go to them cannot be allowed to exist that's right it can't come into existence just, because of what it would do it's just like as, as chris hayes wrote in a great piece a number of years ago just as abolition was the biggest confiscation of wealth and destruction of wealth destruction yeah in in that's the right. history of you know the United States, at least. I think that's it's a great point. Same it's thing. Expropriation of wealth is necessary, but also the prevention of any certain types of wealth even being created. It doesn't even matter who it's distributed to. Yeah. Uh, right? That, that That is killing the earth and killing us. <laughs> so as we've often said, right, markets should be subordinate to the demos, to the people. Yeah. And as long as we think of wealth as being an instrument to serve the good of the humans and the earth, that's fine. But when it's inverted like that, so th this is a complex thing that's just kind of scaring the hell out of me because I don't know if these uh, coalitions um, in this kind of I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's an argument that you should dismantle it all because of how ineffectual it seems to be at, at taking on something that's um, 
kind of train barreling directly at right at us, you know, and you're in a building, like, these idiots, I can just picture them like on the track, like debating what to do as the train comes barreling at them, right? Like they just, 